Joining us today at Country 104, a very special guest in Megan Patrick. You know Megan, country music made me do it, Bow Chicka Wow Wow, and so many other great songs. She's here to talk about her latest single, her CCMA nominations, and much more. Uh, Let's bring her on. Weaver, what's up, buddy? How are you? I am good now. How are you, Megan? Fantastic. Just uh, having a really exciting day of cleaning the house and doing laundry and, you know, all that good stuff. That sounds like my every day at this point. I know. I never noticed. Like, I feel like I have to clean my house all the time now because I'm always in it. I'm like, I never had to clean my house this much when I had a job. It's funny. When you're busy, the clothes on the floor, not a problem. The dirty dishes, not a problem. But when I'm home 24-7, there better not be a fork in the sink, I tell you. Oh, I'm I'm with you 100%. (laughs) (laughs) It is so good to hear from you. I was just thinking back this morning to the last time we spoke. It was about two months ago, but it feels like eight years ago, Megan. So how the heck are you? How are you holding up? How's things? Um, well, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to make the best of this strange and situation. Um, I've been writing a ton, so I've been getting lots of great new songs, which I'm very excited about. Um, and we are working on new music. It's just everything, our whole like plan kind of got pushed back because of the quarantine and stuff. So we're a little bit behind schedule for how we plan to do this year, but we're figuring it out. Um, other than that, I'm, uh, been working on my golf game. I've been doing some mountain biking. Uh, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> some beer, whiskey, hanging out in my house, watching Netflix, you know. Sounds wonderful to be honest with you. Just as a quick point to what you said, I don't think fans realize how far ahead our musician friends plan things. So you had a record that came out. Oh, yeah. You would have been planning on touring behind that record. Award season would have been coming around. There would have been so much to do in 2020 for you and then gone in a puff of smoke. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's tough. I, we definitely, we had a huge year planned. Um, I mean, one thing I'll say, I am grateful that we did I mean, I feel lucky because I, I do think I still managed to get in more touring than most other musicians because I had the uh, Old Dominion tour as well as the uh, Wild Disney tour earlier in the year. So I know a lot of people never even had the chance to get out on the road. So I'm glad we did get to do that. Um, unfortunately, the Wild Disney tour got cut a little bit short. Um, but yeah, I mean, we had this this huge year planned and you know, I was I was excited. I had all these great festivals booked. Um, you know, I was going to be starting doing radio tour here in the U.S. and uh, getting a new record going, and it all just kind of yeah <laughs> fell apart for a little bit there. But we're we're finding ways to work around it and working on a on a new schedule. And you know, I'm trying to find ways to stay connected with everybody. Um, you know, I just I've never really been a big fan of social media. Like I kind of always viewed it as like sort of a necessary evil <laughs> to my job because I just it can be so toxic sometimes and so now it's like but now I mean I don't really have a choice it's kind of my only option to stay connected with everybody and keep promoting stuff and it's like okay how do you keep your career moving forward when you can't really go anywhere and you can't play any shows you know I just that's what I've that's all I've done for the past you know 10 years of my life so 
I know how hard you work out there on the road. And you know what blew my mind out of the, out of the things you just said? You mentioned the Wild Is Me Ontario tour. To me, that felt like it was like 2019. It feels like a whole other lifetime ago. I, I know. It's crazy. Wild, eh? Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I mean, we, I'm, I'm glad we did get a few shows in. They, we, we sold lots of tickets. We, we even managed to have a couple sold out, which was amazing for, you know, beyond what I could have hoped for for my first headlining tour. But, you know, that's the kind of thing you work towards for a long time. And there's a lot of planning and, and, you know, we were really enjoying it. So I was definitely pretty bummed out when, when everything kind of came to a halt, but you know, it, it is what it is. And we're, we're all kind of doing the same thing. I mean, I'm not, I'm certainly not the only artist who's in that position. I know. I mean, it was tough for Mitchell too. He had a huge year planned as well. And um, yeah, and now we're just trying to regroup and figure out the new normal, I guess. Yeah. All, all the power to you. Please keep doing stuff because I mean, think about on my end, I got to sit here and wait until you guys do something before I can do anything. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> yeah, thank you true. to you well, and Mitchell for I all the great music. Yes. <laughs> So well, I promise we are working on new music, so it will be coming soon. Looking forward to it. Hey, don't don't discount what you've already got out. You know I'm a huge fan of the Wild as Me record. You know I'm a huge fan of the singles. Heck, yeah, uh, one you. of your singles uh, I, I used as uh, uh, to propose to my girlfriend. So this is a record that I love for sure. So uh, Wait, where what? Did, yes, you didn't tell me that. I, I never told you that story. No. Okay, so I proposed to my girlfriend. Her big her big artist is Brantley. She loves Brantley Gilbert, right? So we went to the Brantley Gilbert show, but afterwards when I was doing the thing, I put on like a three-song playlist of us songs uh, that, that would play mm-hmm. while I was kind of doing the thing. And the three songs that I chose, mm-hmm. we, we share a Dan and Shay song. We share uh, a Blake mm-hmm. Shelton song, and there was a Megan Patrick song on there from your new record. Uh, I don't, I, I'm trying to avoid saying what it was because, and I'll tell you why, I don't want the kids listening to you and I chatting thinking uh, how dirty I am right now, but it was things I shouldn't say. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> well, you know what? That makes me so happy. I mean, unfortunately, that song didn't do what I hoped it would at radio. It crushed me. It crushed me. That song was used to propose to somebody is amazing, and that made my day. Thank you. You're welcome. It crushed me, too, that it didn't do what it was supposed to do, because I thought it was great. Okay, so... uh, Yeah. Let's... let You know, we don't want to get negative here. Let's talk positive. you got so many positive things coming around that I'm going to lift your day here. So which one do you want to talk about first? The new amazing single, Girls Like Me, the new music video you're inviting fans to be a part of, your CCMA knobs... uh, uh, Noms, your uh, partnership with Browning Arms, your partnership with Mitchell, or we can even just do flashback, uh, flashback Friday with Chubbs the Gator, whatever you want. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, we could talk about all of the above. I mean, uh, well, let's let's do a little quick check off. So Mitchell and I still love each other. Yay! You've got a yeah, partnership with Browning Arms. Thing. I'll jump in there. Browning Arms. You yeah. teamed up with them for some good camo. I saw on Insta. Uh, yes, so um, we've been talking with them for a little while, and they've hooked me up with some camo and some new guns for hunting, which I'm very excited about. Yeah. I really, they just have great craft, craftsmanship um, in their in their firearms, and uh, yeah, I'm really excited. They've they've been awesome to work with, so very proud of that one. Gotcha. You had a flashback Friday with Chubbs the Gator. If fans don't know, that is your official mascot. It does have a Twitter account. Uh, so I just wanted to give a shout out to Chubbs there because I was enjoying the video last week. Yes. Yes. I haven't seen my sweet little Chubbs since uh, the Wild is Me tour. He didn't He didn't get to come back to America with me. No. So. Bummer. 
All right. Well, pause, positive yeah, again. We didn't, we didn't have his road case made yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So positive again, then your CCMA nominations, okay. uh, rightfully so, at least uh, maybe radio didn't get it right, but uh, the, the CCMA honoring that record rightfully for album of the year, you got a nomination and right where you should be in the female uh, artist of the year category too. Congrats. Thank you so much. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I feel like a couple of people have asked me like, Oh, is it like getting old, you know, like getting nominated? And I'm like, no, I mean, every year that I get to be in that category is amazing. And I think it's especially, um, amazing this year because I just feel like the Canadian music scene has just stepped up, um, you know, over the last few years. And there are just so many amazing up and coming new artists who are working their asses off and just killing it. And especially, with the females, you know, I love the fact that I am in a very, very strong category for female artists of the year. You know, I think when one of us wins, we all win and it's good for the genre and for country music. So, um, yeah, I'm very excited, very honored about that. A couple of points to further your thoughts there. Not sure if you saw the fact, but 91% of CCMA categories feature a female artist this year. I thought that was great to see. Yes, I did see that, and that was very nice to see, for sure, you know, and it's, and it's deserved. And, and more on your thought, too, is this getting old? Uh, tell those people it will never get old because you work your whole life to get that nomination, and then once you start getting them, you got a million people just like you back in the day trying to nip at your heels and steal that spot from you. It doesn't get old. I'm happy every year I'm here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's just getting it one year. I mean, it's like it's like trying to fight for your you know, piece of the pie or your, your spot, part of the limelight, you know, you have to fight for it every year because there's always new people coming up. So, um, I'm always honored to be nominated. All right. I've been shooting the breeze with you for a while now. I could do it all day, Meg, but we got to talk about the single and your music video. And let's dive in with the music video first. I saw on Instagram, on Twitter, you jumped in on social media to invite fans to send their first car to MeganPatrickFirstCar at gmail.com for an untitled project. Uh, just give us the scoop here. Yes. So I can't give you too much of the scoop. We're, we're keeping it kind of under wraps for right now. Um, but all I can say is that you guys are going to be really excited when you realize what this is for. And all I need you to do is send a picture of you and your first car to that email address. It's just Megan Patrick first car. Don't forget. I spell it with an H M E G H A N, uh, Patrick first car at gmail.com. And it's not like a contest or anything. There's not really any criteria. I want all submissions. Um, just you and your car, and that's it. All right, so I didn't do previous research. I'm going to guess Megan Patrick's first car. Uh, you you take me as a two-door, like, IROC kind of person or like a Firebird or something, no? <laughs> well, so actually it's kind of an interesting story, my first car, because technically, you know, the first car I ever drove was a uh, 89 Firebird that my grandmother left to my family and I when she passed away. So I did drive that a little bit through high school. Um, but the first car that I bought, which is kind of what I would consider my true first car, was a 1998 GMC Sierra 2500 diesel. Yeah. I bought it for $2,000. It was basically like somebody's old work truck and I absolutely loved that truck and it's actually still kicking I it's not here I don't think it could actually make it all the way to Nashville <laughs> but my dad <laughs> still has it back home in Bowmanville and, and uses it for work sometimes so it's still around 
I love that so much. Would you like to guess what my first car was? The first car uh, I owned, not the first car I drove, the first car I owned. You're not going to guess, so just do whatever you like off the top of your head. I was going to say, I mean, I feel like, I, I don't know, I, 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 it could be like like a Celica or something, or like a Pontiac Sunfire. I mean, a lot of my friends had Sunfire. Yeah, my, my, definitely, my family definitely had Sunfires. We also had those big boxy Astro vans, but I'll tell you what, you probably could have guessed better. We share something else you didn't know. My grandmother, when she passed, she left me a vehicle, too. I didn't know that about you. You didn't know that about me. My grandmother, yeah, my grandmother left me a vehicle, little old lady driven, like 40,000 kilometers. It was a 10-year-old red Chevrolet minivan. Wow. Yeah, that was my first car. That was my first car. That's amazing. My friends used to drive me up to uh, my my friends used to drive me up to bars and and whatever and and say, "Hey, you see this guy in the front seat?" And girls would be like, "Yeah." And then they'd be like, "Do you think he's cuter or less cute when you find out this is his van?" And it never worked out for me. Never worked out. <laughs> <laughs> never worked out. But that was my vi- Jean-Claude the Van Damme I called it. So I'll send you a picture of that for your video. That's- that is amazing. Yes, please. <laughs> please send in your pictures. Absolutely. All over it for you. Hey, I got to let you go. You got a million uh, people to talk to today. Uh, can we just get a couple words on uh, your latest single, Girls Like Me, uh, what this one means to you and why fans should uh, continue to request it? Yeah, so I wrote this with a couple of my best friends, Ryan Nelson and Joe Fortner, and I, I walked in one day, and this is this is pre-Mitchell. It was actually right before I met Mitchell, and I'd kind of been on a streak of, like, dating absolutely the wrong guys. <laughs> and I said to them, I was like, what is the deal? Like, why do I attract these guys? Like, why am I attracted to these guys? And Ryan said, I, he's like, to me, I think it's simple. He's like, for you, he's like, you're kind of an adrenaline junkie. You don't like to be bored. So you kind of go for like the bad guys because at least it'll be exciting. And he said, and those guys love you because you are a challenge. He said, you're independent. You're always on the go, kind of like tough. And he's like, so they see you as a challenge, as something to conquer, you know, or something to chase. So I was like, that kind of makes sense. I guess that's why guys like that have a thing for girls like me. And Ryan was like, that sounds like a song to me. I think we need to write it. So we did, and we ended up posting a video of us singing it in Ryan's kitchen, like, that night. And the response from all my fans was immediate. They are like, oh, my gosh, we love this. You have to put this on a record. So we did, and it felt good knowing that it was kind of a song the fans had chosen for me. So keep requesting it, and uh, keep, keep streaming it, playing it. And I love all everybody's support. Well, keep up the great work. You know I'm a big fan, and uh, we got it spinning here at Country 104. I'll amp it up as soon as I can for you, but uh, keep it up. And great to talk to you. Jeez, I get to talk to one person a day, and you were it today, and you made my day, so thank you. Oh, well, I, I always love talking with you, and you've been such a great supporter. Thank you so much.